Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. How are you, Brian? Hoppada. Hoppada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After you throw up on yourself. Yeah. What, exactly what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing later today? <laughs> Hoppada. Hoppada. Okay. Hoppada. Man, it can mean anything, really. Yeah. It's right. A, it's a magical word. Hey, uh, Coop, does your partner Calhoun like somebody that works up here? <laughs> yep. Hoppada. 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 Hoppada is right. Uh, two big stories in sports last night. One had to do with on-the-field stuff, the other with off-the-field stuff. Mm-hmm. And last night, another unbelievably entertaining wild-card play-in game. And yeah, it's entertaining, even though it's not my favorite type of baseball. I like a lot of scoring in most sports. I really do. Football, I know we disagree on this. You play defense your whole life, so you like defensive struggles. I like a lot of points in football. But in baseball... I like the pitcher's duel. I like when two guys are out there for a long period of time and that one run that you could get in the third or the fourth could determine it and the bullpen Mm -hmm. comes in and you're biting your fingernails down as opposed to what you had last night where it's 6 nothing, and then here come the Rockies storming all the way back and it's 11-8 by the end of it and the Arizona Diamondbacks move on. But it was still unbelievably entertaining. And these two offenses we knew going in had the capability of doing this and they put it on full display last night as Arizona moves on to play the Dodgers. But you can't get two more edge-of-your-seat games that pop at you than you did with the Yankees and Twins, and now last night with the Diamondbacks and Rockies. Yeah, at least with the Yankees and Twins, it seemed there in the middle innings at least that, okay, I think the Yankees have control of this. And we were thinking that with the Diamondbacks last night when Granke has a 6-0 lead, and, and yet it all went awry. Next thing you know, it's 6-4, he's out of the ball game, and the hits and the scoring just continue to, to come. And, and, and so uh, I, I agree with your assessment. Yes, uh, football, I like low-scoring ball games. And in baseball, I enjoy those too. When when there are a lot, not a lot of errors, or not saying they had that last night, but uh, when you you have teams that are just they're strong pitching, and usually get that in the postseason, and and one run could be the difference, and and usually it's a low scoring ball game. So I can appreciate those across the board, uh, no matter what sport it is, or at least between football and, and and baseball. But that was fun to watch. You see a Goldsmith, the guy's zero for seventeen to, to end the the regular season, then he comes up his first at bat, boom, a three run dinger. Well, how about an addition to that against John Gray, who's zero for eleven yeah. with five strikeouts? Yeah, and, and and John Gray is a guy that his last few starts, uh, you know, he he was. His ERA was right there at three or below, and, and then he gets in his first postseason ball game, and, and just like you saw Severino for the Yankees in his first postseason ball game the other night, uh, the guy's so jacked up that he can't find the plate or can't find his location, and then and, and you had what you had there, three-run inning. So it was interesting to watch those two uh, last night's game uh, be uh, uh, similar to the, the, the previous night's uh, ball game, but uh, fun. Big scoring, and, and we're in playoff mode, man. I, I love that. That place was packed. I was sitting there reminiscing about uh, 2001, Yankees, Diamondbacks. They 
Can we get a rematch? Can we yeah. get some revenge on these guys? And Byung Young Kim, man. Yep. That was unbelievable stuff, that series. One of the great World Series that I've ever seen. And I know that you, your team ended up on the other side of that. But from you know, someone who at the time was really, really rooting hard against the Yankees, that was that was something else. Uh, but, you know, even in that series, though, because that was right after 9-11, I kind of, mm-hmm. part of me wanted the Yankees to do well in that series, too, because of, because of everything that was going on. Uh, with New York, but just a great World Series. But something that happened to the Diamondbacks last night that you, you thought was a big situation for the Yankees because everybody that they went through in the bullpen, it's even worse for the Diamondbacks because they burned through their number two starter in this game because Granky yeah. could not right. continue rolling like he did early on in the game. So Robbie Ray has to come in, and now you're in a situation where, all right, well, neither one of those guys pitched a whole heck of a lot, but they definitely pitched enough to maybe consider not throwing either one of them in games one and two. So that's a something that Tori Lavulo is going to have to figure out in Arizona, how he's going to handle his staff. And you thought that the Yankees were going to come out of this going to Cleveland thinking, wow, look at all these arms that we burned in the bullpen to get through this game. Right. The Diamondbacks have an even larger situation on their hands as they head to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. And, but they have to have be feeling confident, even though then you're now in the second season, feeling confident going into this matchup with the Dodgers. They won the season series 11-19, and 19, won the last six versus the Dodgers, outscored them some crazy number, 40 to 10 or 12, something like that. So they own the Dodgers down the stretch, and uh, you would think they would have the advantage, even though we're now talk, talking about different ramifications as we head in the postseason. So, uh, yeah, th- th- it's going to be interesting how you play these bullpens and, and how you deal with your rotation because you lay everything on the line just for that Game 7, and that's essentially what it was, the wild card play-in. Game 7, Gio. Yeah. I know you've heard this enough, but it's yeah. Game 7, okay? Winner go home. Yeah, winner go home. So you got to just put everyone out there. All arms are available, and the Diamondbacks prove that. Yeah, and I like the Diamondbacks a lot this year. I really do. We were sitting back there in uh, one of the boss's offices, and we were talking about World Series predictions, what, a month ago, Mike? Two months ago? I'm saying Indians, Diamondbacks. I'm sticking really? by it. You said that the whole time, way yeah, back man. then. Way back then. Mm. Well, they were both on really large winning streaks oh, at the time. Okay. So yeah. I just decided to – that was my contribution to the conversation. Mm. And who did Mikey B pick? Uh, he didn't pick anybody. Oh. He just sat there with a a look on his face of fear, waiting for the boss to call oh. on him to what guests he has for the week. Oh, the usual. So you are correct. Yes, yes. the usual. Yes, the usual. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and the boss man picked? Uh, I don't think that anybody was picking but me at that point. Oh. That was oh. just my oh. contribution okay. to the conversation. It was sort of like, how about the Diamondbacks? <laughs> how about the Indians? And I said, they're going to go to the World Series, both of them. And then that was that. So I okay. have to stick by that. Ah. It's exciting times. Hate, in that I, hate I missed that. Yeah, I know. It really is yeah. too bad. The things that you miss here yeah. Yeah. at CBS I Sports I try to Radio. avoid that office now because the Snickers are back. Oh, and yeah. the willpower, you know. Right. It's, 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 it is amazing watching people show up to the office like yeah. it's free government cheese, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the welfare office. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, can we get a, a, some, some uh, different products in there? You know, other than Snickers. I've mints. told you my, my government cheese story, right? Ever uh, tell you if you did, I don't remember. Where I used that same reference to government cheese in front of someone who apparently had indulged in a lot of government cheese in their life. And Tell it me became, again. It became very awkward. Yeah. Tell me again. Right. Because I lived well, off probably, of government cheese. Probably most Government of, cheese was food, right. and it was a weapon. 
But, th- I mean, this guy, like, it sent him into, his, like, a dark past for Get him. out of here. Yeah, I just made a government cheese. It was uh, Ryan McGuire, the uh, PD down at WQA. What? Yeah, so he grew up in Michigan. Okay. And I guess that he was living off of government cheese for a while. And, and it just, when I made that reference, you know, there were four people in the room. Three of them laughed, and he began to become very sad. Took him back to a and dark I, time I in to, his childhood? Yeah, I had to apologize. Damn, Ryan, the, the it was government. hard. I went through it, but, you know, we made it. Take like Abraham. Come on, man. Abraham for government cheese. Yeah, you look constipated, but that's it. You know what it's like. <laughs> oh, you got all serious? Wait around <laughs> for government cheese. <laughs> there was a long line, I must admit. Yeah. 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 yeah, he was not Johnny Carson that day. This is a guy oh, who right. sounds like he's doing a bad Johnny Carson impersonation. I really liked the guy. Talked to him the other day, actually. Called yeah. him up. Yeah, but, so, so, so he... he you, 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 he had to reflect back on his childhood, yeah. and it was a scary, traumatic time. Yeah, it was like for him. when when the laughter ended, it became Dude, a. Dude, you were eating scolding. You know, be thankful you live in a country with a social safety net. Just Nothing so wrong you with know, government cheese. Just so you know, next time you make a government cheese joke, <laughs> get the temperature in the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm offended, G, that you would bring up government cheese. Sorry, and we call it government. Yeah, go, uh, go, government. government cheese. Government cheese, not yeah. government. <laughs> yeah, government sorry. cheese. Sorry. Man, I mean, Velveeta had nothing on government <laughs> cheese, dog. Nothing. I mean, it may have tasted better, but other right. than that, nothing. You talking about making a, a grilled cheese sandwich? It'd take you a little while. <laughs> take you a little while to melt that government cheese. Oh, I'd love to know what was in there. It, oh, other than cheese. cement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the Diamondbacks moving on in an exciting game. A big story last night. Prior to that, the big story in sports was an off-the-field story in the NFL. Shocker there. As Cam Newton, who is doing his, one of his media sessions after practice yesterday, gets asked a question by Jordan Rodriguez, who is a female reporter for the Charlotte Observer, who has been covering the team for a little bit. And Cam Newton's response, well, it became the talk of sports yesterday afternoon. You take a lot of pride in seeing your receivers play well. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and, and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you a little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. Like It's funny. So <laughs> that reaction, not the greatest one. Now, no. I don't need to go into the obvious reasons why this is not a good thing because – when Cam Newton's up there, someone's covering the team. She's asking a legitimate question, mm-hmm. and all he's thinking is, this is a female asking this question, and females aren't supposed to be asking me X's and O's questions because they're female and they don't get it, and us football dudes are the ones that should be talking about this. I mean, that's that's sexist. It is. Um, now, the people that were coming out and, and taking this to a, a whole nother level yesterday and using this as a springboard for all sorts of other conversations, this is why I've got to get off of Twitter when stuff like this happens. I mean, let's look at this as, as what it is. This is Cam Newton being disrespectful to a woman who has earned more respect than that and should be getting that respect automatically. This is not a... A dissertation on how NFL players feel about female reporters. There are oh, they were generalizing on the Twitter, and that's and that's what. And I shouldn't really even react to that. Uh, but you know, most of they put them all in the same box like they usually do, right? Yeah. And, and, and that and that yeah. was the second part of that that really bothered right. me because 
You've been around it. I've been around it. There's a lot of respectful players when it comes to whoever is covering the team. And this was, we have to talk about Cam Newton here. We have to talk about Cam Mm -hmm. Newton and how he was disrespectful uh, and not make this a conversation about everybody. Because I've seen a lot of good stuff and a lot of respectful behavior uh, in locker rooms when it comes to that stuff. But this obviously was a bad look. And I hope that, because there was an exchange afterwards between the reporter and Cam, and and, and her account of it was that he still didn't kind of understand why Her count was that he made it worse yeah right yeah and 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 uh the panthers said he he knew he uh, they put out a statement saying that cam you know regretted the the words that he used or the comments that he used which i i don't i didn't see that anywhere but the panthers statement but i just really hope that you know he learns why this was a bad look and why this was offensive for her and they can th- this is a, t- a teachable moment yeah. more than anything i, I would hope that uh, everything you read and and the Folks that were using this as a springboard to deride players in general, I, I, I would hope those weren't the same people that voted for the grand birther, a, a guy who has derided and, and insulted women uh, from day one, uh, his campaign. So I, I would hope uh, that they didn't engage in this conversation because they have not a damn thing to say that's credible on this subject. That being said, what Cam did was stupid. Uh, that was ridiculous for him to make those comments, and he he summarily dismissed the woman's question, and he should not have. If she didn't know how to do her damn job, she wouldn't be in that room. Now, there are men and women that sometimes ask some dumb questions, and we will post those questions or play those oh, questions yeah. right here. Right. But uh, what she asked was an interesting question, the interaction between you and Punches, and, and there, there are a number of dudes who couldn't even tell you anything about the route tree. They don't know what a dig is. They don't know what a square in. They don't know what a circle route is. They don't know what a F angle is. None of that stuff. They couldn't draw it up to save their lives. So take it out on this woman was asinine on the part of, of Cam Newton. I remember being my first year in New Orleans. And New Orleans Saints, they have a booster club. That tells you how much uh, they love their football. Booster clubs are usually associated with high school teams, maybe even a junior high school team here and there. But there are certain clubs around the nation that have booster clubs. And I was taken aback. I was at this booster club meeting before I'd played a down for uh, the New Orleans Saints. And this elderly lady was asking me about cover two and zone. But like, the hell you know about that? I was saying that to myself. Right. So I, that – Right there, that that interaction with that lady uh, let me know uh, this is a totally different animal. These people love their football. Uh, uh, you, you knew that going in, and you knew also about the history of that team and the Aints and, and yada, 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 and we proceeded to uh, my four years there to bring the Aints back. Uh, but the fact that she was very knowledgeable about the game uh, it was just surreal to me in that moment, but I wouldn't – you know, I didn't question her knowledge and how do you know this or that. I just took it all in. And and, and Cam should have done the same in this situation. So I, I hope he has shown some contrition. He's apologized to that young lady because that wasn't an off-base question whatsoever. No. And and just because she's a woman asking it for him to, like, laugh at her, yeah. it's, it's, it's embarrassing for him. Mm-hmm. It's insulting to a lot of people. Apologize and let's move on. And all those who are now trying to put all the players in the box. Why do they always do that with black I people? Just, I, Why do you got to put us all in the same box? We're I, different. It just really. It was Cam Newton who said that. It, it wasn't any else, anyone else in that locker room. It was Cam Newton that said it. Yeah. No one else. Just get on him and move on. You know, it's it's. I got to be completely honest. It's hard for me to to talk about these things sometimes because I haven't experienced anything like that. And sometimes I feel 
Like it's it's You're a liberal, G. No, no, no. That's what you are. No, that's what you are. You're a liberal. Why does it have to be left and right when no. we have these conversations? No, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying. Why does it always have to be left and right? Why can't it be right and wrong? Well He was wrong, that's the end of it. Yeah, no, sure. Right. But what what I'm saying is like that feeling that she had yesterday, and I'm sure the feeling that you've had in, in situations where people have not looked beyond your minority status, for lack of a better term, you know, or look past the color of your skin. Like that, those moments, like I haven't experienced any of that. And you know what that is? I mean, that's like I can't even imagine that feeling that she had when she's sitting there. And, right. Cam, you know, Cam Newton, one of the most recognizable athletes, right. is laughing at her work. Like what? Right. Like the the feeling that you and I don't know what that feels like, you know. And 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 it's just it's really. But I can imagine. I can only imagine that it just it makes you feel horrible because you're like here I am, you know, busting my ass, doing mm-hmm. the best job I can in in this job, and all this guy sees me as is a woman that's who it. shouldn't know this much about football. There you go. I mean, that's got to suck. Yeah, and it's kind of like the, the pushback we get on stick to sports is if we don't have to walk outside these doors and deal with real-life situations. So, yeah, that 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 was a bad look for him. And, and, and to then engage her in a conversation after you make those comments, engage her in a private conversation, and, and according to her account, you don't apologize then. You make it worse. I mean, you inflame the situation even more. That's just stupid on his part. Yeah. So, uh, teachable moment is what I said before, and I really hope that you know it, there's no excuse for teachable his... moment for him and anyone that thinks like him. Right. Absolutely. And there's there's no excuse for his behavior, and I hope from from here on out, this is this is the last of that type of thought process. Well, he has to understand the the, the misstep here. Hopefully, he understands it. He didn't immediately. Once again, if we uh, are to buy into her account of the private meeting right after he said that, and he made it worse. He did. He still didn't get. He still didn't get it. So, hopefully, someone can get in his ear. That dude, you, you got to recognize what you did here and how egregious this is, and and, and you come out, be forthright in your apology. I don't want to force you words upon you. I don't want you to get out there and read from a PR statement that the Carolina Panthers have written for you. You got to speak from the heart and say, I screwed up here. Or if you don't want to give a public. Uh, 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 apology, call a young lady or meet with her. Hey, I get it now. I was dumb. I was stupid. I should never have gone that route with you. Uh, uh, we welcome you in, in our in our meeting rooms or our, our uh, media room here. And, and we, we all, I personally recognize that you're doing a job that you've earned and you have the right to be here and I should not have been so dismissive in my answer. Your thoughts on Cam Newton and the question and how he handled it yesterday, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. More baseball talk. Your calls, Andrew Bogus. Jim Bowden's going to join us today to talk some baseball. It's a jam-packed show. Keep it right here. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. I went back and listened to that. Well, it was funny. It's nothing wrong with me. It was just, it was just a funny thing. Really? Yeah, it was funny. Well, and Brian but, thought that down in Disney World that you had Disney World and then Epcot Center. I just, but now Epcot is for his grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, See? Bogus told me that's what it was called. No, no, yeah. no, no. It wasn't Bogus' fault. It's not your fault, Brian. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. That's a different amusement park, folks. Maybe we should we should develop an Epcot. An Epcot? A yeah. little side business? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Might have some legal issues with that name. No. Yeah, it's a little too close to Epcot. Bull dookie. 
No. <laughs> you know the Epcot Center has that big. You get two of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the big round Golf thing. Ball type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You get two. Yeah. <laughs> Play some side there's by our, side. There's our logo. Boom. I like it. It's perfect. <laughs> I like it a lot. You want to add something, Mike? You've gotten <laughs> really close to the microphone. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. It sounded like, or at least looked like you wanted to add something there. But. Just enjoying the conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Wow. Uh, so Bogus is here. He's got an update for us. Take it away, Andrew. Guys, their six-run lead got cut to one, so the Diamondbacks turned to reliever Archie Bradley. At the plate. Here's Nishik's pitch, and Archie shot to left center field. That's going to gap it all the way to the wall. Two runs are going to score. Archie's into second. He's not going to stop. Here he comes to third. He slides in safely with a triple. Greg Schulte on Diamondbacks Radio. First triple by a reliever in postseason history and one of four Arizona hit last night the most since the Boston Americans in the 1903 World Series. Bradley's a baseball player, not just a pitcher. Pride myself and still being athletic, still being able to hit. And I was just going up there trying to put the bat on the ball. I knew I had a chance to drive a run in, and, you know, <laughs> triple is, is pretty cool. But then Bradley gave up a pair of solo homers in the top of the eighth, so Arizona needed three more runs, including a two-run triple from A.J. Pollock to secure an 11-8 win over the Rockies in the NL wildcard game. Now game one at Dodger Stadium tomorrow night. Game one's in Houston and Cleveland today. The Astros hosting the Red Sox with Justin Verlander and Chris Sale on the mound at 4.08 Eastern. Then the Yankees and Indians at 7.30. Sonny Gray and Trevor Bauer. The Patriots and their crap defense in Tampa Bay for Thursday night football. Bill Belichick worried about all those people on that Buccaneer offense. Their skill players are good. Quarterback, running backs, tight ends, receivers. they got a lot of... Not a lot of good options there. The Pats are allowing 32 points per game through four weeks, the most in that time frame by the previous season's number one scoring defense since the merger. You can watch Thursday Night Football 8 Eastern on CBS. Raiders wide out Michael Crabtree able to practice yesterday, expected to play Sunday after sitting out last weekend with a bruised lung. The Titans have not yet ruled out Some QB. Unbelievable injuries. I know. Bruised heart, bruised lung. Is the game dangerous? Are we just I figuring mean, that nah, out? No, no I, man. I, I, Patty Cake. Right, but I we know that, but it just, I've never, like, when you're talking about organs to me, uh. it just, that's what really hits. When I, because I'm so conditioned for torn ACL, broken leg, strain is growing. Yeah, all that stuff. When I start hearing about organs. Yeah. Then, then Sports I get hernia. I mean, bruised heart and bruised lung. Man. My goodness. Yeah, anyway. that usually happens off the field. The bruised heart. Oh, does it? Yeah. Aw. Hmm. Happened to you. Doesn't happen at Epcot, but it usually happens. <laughs> yeah, there's someone for everyone at Epcot. <laughs> That's where you go to get over the broken heart. <laughs> Bring your broken heart to us. That's our slogan. <laughs> It really Just is. Nestle. We might have to do this. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I think you need to drop. We did the Blatchelor. We can do this. Yeah. Well, I think you need to, you're going to have to drop the Better Man Show, though. You're not going to be able to do both. Why not? Well, because it's a conflict of interest. You can't, you, you can't can be, be a, a better man at Epcot. You, <laughs> I don't know if you can. Why not? Not the, not the Epcot I'm thinking about. The one I want to create. I don't think you can. Oh. I mean. You have a twisted brain. No, no. You have a bruised brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I've got there's a lot of ideas that are flowing through my well, head. Well, we'll take the Better Man Show to Epcot and try to make the the uh, yeah, it could be the, the better patrons man better. Brought, brought to you by the Better the, Man Show, the Epcot Center, <laughs> yeah, or vice versa. Right? Yeah. Have you been spending too much time at the Epcot Center? 
Come to the Better Man Show. Yeah, you that's can r- get folks on the way out. That's, Boom, that, that's, that's right. Perfect. Have people stand there with pamphlets and stuff. Nice little funnel. Funnel action. You know, yeah. Like, out of Epcock, right to Better mm-hmm. Man. Right. Boom. Beautiful. Saving souls. One soul at a time. Mm-hmm. Where were we? Oh, yes. The Titans have not yet ruled out QB Marcus Mariota for Sunday because of his strained hamstring. Mariota put in a limited practice yesterday, and April's top pick, Miles Garrett, expects to finally make his debut this weekend. He suffered a high ankle sprain in practice the Wednesday before the Browns opener. The Cavaliers think Iman Shumpert will be okay after injuring his foot and landing from a dunk in last night's preseason game. But Shumpert will get an MRI today. The Minnesota- He cut off his uh, flat top. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah he man. did. Haircut. A lot of haircuts in sports. Did Jacob DeGrom cut his hair. The long flowing locks of the Mets, which I think might be a Photoshop, though. Has anybody has anybody seen other Was he Thor or was it the other guy? No, no, no. Thor's Noah Syndergaard. Oh. I've seen a video of it. Oh, so. did you? Okay. Because yeah, okay. I just saw that one still shot. If you look at it, it's a little weird. Yeah, it Jose, doesn't doesn't look right. Jose Reyes Instagram. Oh, okay, video, never mind then. All right, I thought I was onto something there, but <laughs> never mind. Okay. The Minnesota Welcome Lynx. to my world. <laughs> Our WNBA champs after an 85-76 win over the Sparks in their fifth and final game. That's four titles in the last seven seasons for those Lynx. They are the UConn of the WNBA, right? Yeah. Sure. Someone's winning in Minnesota, right? Oh. oh, you need to go to Epcot. Forget about <laughs> yeah. that. No, no catastrophic non-contact knee injury from Maya Moore. <laughs> Simone Augustus has remained healthy for her 14-year WNBA career. She's been in the game a while, man. Maya Moore or Simone Augustus? Simone Augustus. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> I was for the Lynx. I was... Uh, I don't know, man. They play most of their games in the summer, right? I'm busy. Oh, so on the boat, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time for the Lynx in the, in the summer. And I, as you can see on the TV right now, they had to play this game not at the Target Center. Right. They were playing at the University of Minnesota. What happened at the Target Center? I don't know. I think they were doing renovations there, but you'd think they would be done by now, right? Because the preseason starts in but a was second there a for the preseason T-Wolves. game, though, maybe? And that takes precedent of... Possible. Well, the, it was packed. At least it looked yeah, like it was no, packed. No, it was for Probably sure. Probably was a better atmosphere. Be I would think, yeah. Just because every seat in there is filled. Smaller Which venue. Looks like people were fired up. Mm. Uh, and it was opening night in the NHL last night. The Oilers blanked the Flames 3-0. Reigning MVP Connor McDavid scored all of those Edmonton goals. Philly won in San Jose 5-3. The Blues beat the Penguins 5-4 in overtime after the Penguins raised their Stanley Cup banner. And Toronto stormed through Winnipeg 7 Wait, McDavid opened the season with a hat trick? With a hat trick. Damn, boy. Mm-hmm. Guys, good. Say some. Sorry, I wasn't listening to the Penguin score. How'd they do? Uh, they lost in overtime. 5-4. Mm. Alex Petrangelo, the game-winning goal. Petrangelo? Mm-hmm. That's too bad. No, it's not. That's, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Raising a couple banners, you know. And you lose. Come yeah, on. it's just tough for all those fans. Mm. They haven't had enough success out there. All right, thanks, Bogus. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Bogus, thank you. So uh, tonight, you've got game one between the Yankees and the Indians. Yeah, so and- I'll get an hour of football. That's right. That's about it. Hour of football for you. Well, you can flip back and forth. Yeah, I'll flip back and forth. Hey, don't you? You don't have like a two TV setup thing in your humble abode? Uh, no. Okay. No. You could watch one on a uh, your Surface or something like that. Can you stream it? Yeah, you could stream it. Like you could go to, for example, 
Well, first of all, they made a deal. Didn't Amazon make the deal with Thursday Night Football? Yes. This year? So mm-hmm. if you've got Amazon Prime, you can, you can stream go, it that right. way. Uh, via, Maybe I'll do that or I'll just go to the Sports Mix. Right. You, channel. Can, you can do that as well. But also, I believe that when you have these national TV games, these standalone games, that with the NFL mobile app, the NFL.com mobile app, whatever it's called, that you can also stream the game via that. Okay. So on your surface, if you just went to NFL.com, you could hit that and stream the game, have that there, and put the Yankees on the big screen. Aha. Uh-huh. So there's ways to do it. Oh, uh, and how See? much is that going to run me? Nothing. It's to free. stream it. Well, it's. I think the national TV games are free. I'm almost positive. Well, they are for me because I have Verizon. Do you have Verizon? Oh. Uh, no. Uh, well, maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, I have Verizon internet at the house. Well, there you go. Oh, I think okay. you should be able to do it. I should be able to get it free. Because I have, like, there's times where... I'm falling asleep. It's a late Sunday night game, and I get into bed and watch the end of the game on my phone while I'm in the bed to not disturb my wife because she's already asleep. Right. There's times I do that, and it says, like, watch it on Verizon. Oh, or whatever. Okay. I click on that, and I have the game streaming on my so phone. So since I have Verizon internet service, I should be able to stream. I, th- I think so. I don't okay. know. If anybody else has information on that, tweet yeah. us. Don't call help, us because it's too boring, help, but just tweet us. out. Yeah. So All you right. should be able to. If it's 2017, you should be able to do this. Okay, man. you know, don't yell at me because I'm not up on technology. Figure it out. I you will. Two things to watch tonight. You figure it out. Okay. Well, anyway, God. so Terry Francona, for whatever reason, has been criticized for not going with Kluber in Game yeah. One, mm-hmm. where he has distinctly said that Corey Kluber is going to pitch Game Two, and mm-hmm. if there's a Game Five, he's, he's right. going to pitch Game Five. Right. So tell me, what the hell the difference really is? I don't know. I was trying to understand his math as well. Why not have Kluber, who's probably going to win the Cy Young, have him go game one and then bring him back game four? What's well, the difference? Well, I don't. I, but that's if, if but, there's a game four. But that's but my point is like either way, right. he's going to pitch twice. Yeah. So if there's, I mean, is he well, more, they, more comfortable they, at home? You're saying in the game five, maybe. I mean, that's but that's. Is if that's the case, say that. But he's looked comfortable wherever he's uh, Bauer's pitched. been great over the last. He has, yes. se- over the second half, especially the last month. Yep. So I- I'm not going to criticize him. I-, I think that it's fine to do what he's doing. But also, I mean, if you're going to see Kluber one of the first two games, it's, I mean, it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't because the Yankees are hot. Like, won't matter. Right. You can pitch him wherever you want to pitch him. Sure. Yeah. Care who you put out there. I don't It'll know. Be all right. I'm not sure about that. What? Well, I- oh, I'm sure now. Oh, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, you were trying to jinx them. Uber confident. Yeah, I was yeah. because the reason I was trying to jinx because I knew they weren't going to lose. We, so. we call it a Fifi false enthusiasm. No, I'm, I'm Jack. I'm ready to go. Bring it on. Oh. Bring it on, Mark Chernoff. Because you know mm-hmm. you're going to lose, right? Shut up. You, you crazy? Well, I don't think about losing. <laughs> Mike, uh, getting was... me fired up. Our Yankees, baby. Oh, God, I forgot about I thought you were going to wear the jersey today. Didn't you tell us yesterday you are going to wear the jersey? Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> he just ruined it, man. He just ruined it. Yeah, he jumps yeah. on your bandwagon. It's just... <laughs> I still love the Mets, but there was a feeling with that game. You know what I'm talking about. BK. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, I actually do know what he's talking about, which is crazy. There is, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, there's a rational thought there. It's And it's not so much rooting for them to win. It's just a heightened interest of that team. Mm-hmm. Just because when you live in a particular area where there's a couple of teams in a particular sport and one of them stinks that you might be rooting for, you still, like, feel the the vibe of the city. Like, you walk around. Well, you feel the vibe for the city, but that doesn't mean you jump on the bandwagon. No, you don't jump on the bandwagon. Yes, I, you feel that energy. And, but it and, makes you want to watch it more. And then you, you, I don't know, you just, uh, 
Maybe not root, like full-on you root for still, him. You still get in a cold sweat when you talk about going and covering the Yankees uh, championship yeah, parade. that was not fun. Yeah. There was a lot of factors in that. There though. was a lot of energy then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was. Yeah. But, but It didn't wash over you, did it? Or at no. least it, it did in a negative way. I'll tell you, though, I did back in that, that 2004 series that they ended up losing to the Red Sox. Yeah, I was I was into that. I didn't want the Red Sox to. You want to know why? Because Kurt Schilling said, I want to make 50,000 New Yorkers shut up. Uh, I took that personally. Oh, so wow. So I was like, Ugh. yeah. So I didn't want to win the World yeah. Series, but just get out of yeah. Just beat the Red Sox. How about you shut up, Kurt Schilling? How about yeah. you stuff some gummy cheese down your gullet? <laughs> Won't be able to talk. Trust me. I've done it. Have you? I'd like to have some gummy cheese. They down. still make gummy cheese. They have to. Yeah. Mike, find that out. Find right, out. Please. See if we can get some. Yeah. I want to go back in time, man. I'm not like Ryan, your homeboy down in Miami. You know, fond memories. Hell, we were eating. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. It's a better than the alternative, yeah. is it not? <laughs> Constipated, but we were eating. If you know how to stream NFL games <laughs> on your tablet, or if you know that <laughs> government cheese is still available, give us a call, 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> Because that's the type of show we're doing today. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So Brian doesn't move his needle, doesn't like it, doesn't float his boat, doesn't, say th- doesn't put ketchup on his hamburger, whatever he likes fries. to say. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> like it. So I don't respond then because I'm like, Brian doesn't like it. Then uh, what's the point of me saying anything about it, right? We're not going to play it. So then what was it? Two weeks, Mike? I don't know. Roughly. Two weeks, three weeks, yeah. Yeah, two weeks later, Brian suggests this song (laughs) as a rejoin to Mike. And this is probably the fourth time that that exact thing has happened. Yes. Mm. Where Mike sends something out, you don't like it because it's coming from Mike, and no. then you hear it on the radio, like it, and then suggest no, it. No, that's not true. I don't dislike it in the moment because it's coming from him. I just There's so many things going on. I listen to it, and then I'll see the video. Oh. And the video engages me a little bit more than listening to it on the surface. You're a visual learner. Yes. You need to see it. There you go. This winter, one out of four batteries will fail. Get yours tested for free during Superstar Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If it needs to be replaced, O'Reilly has the Superstar Battery for you. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. (laughs) (laughs) Which is right. The first statement he made, it usually takes people three or four times to really get into a song. It has to grow on them, which I understand. Sure. And then he finished it with, I have a very sharp ear. Yeah. Well, he does. Uh, uh, it runs okay. in his family. Yeah. Does, yes. Yeah. Well, you're in the wrong industry, dog. I agree. You should have yeah. followed Pops. There's right. no doubt about that. Yeah. No. Tell he, Pops to hook you I'll up. Admit. He still has I think connects. He's, I think he's trying desperately. He still has connects. All right, in Pete the... Dump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm what? just kidding. No, of course. You, you afraid that the boss is going to hear you trying to get jobs in other places? Well, he'd probably be happy. <laughs> he a would little, be. A little bit of him. Yeah. He, no, of course he would. I don't think that he would. I mean, it sounds insulting that he wouldn't care, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. No. Like, good for him. He's It runs in the Biseglia blood. So let's start a record company. <laughs> Music <Yeah>. by Biseglia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Let's, uh, let's find some artists. It's MVP. a different type of business, though, now, man. No, right? It's I mean, totally it's different. You can't, you can't do what your dad did any longer. Totally no. different. No, that yeah. was just about the radio. No, yeah. Now this internet thing. 
Yeah, it's messed everything up for the music. Independence, he, and you can go straight to the consumer. He's retired now, though? No, no, he still works. He still works? Yep. So he's adapted with this. Yeah, he started his own internet company. Okay, good. So, so why aren't you working for him? Right. I, I just love what I'm doing so <laughs> Music much. internet company? Uh, yes, we can we can discuss this at a later time. Well, why wouldn't oh, you? Okay. I don't understand why, why are you afraid to talk about it now? Oh, never mind. Okay, I got you. I got you. Did he give you hand signals, or he said it in your ear? No, he said it in my ear. I got. I now I understand. It makes sense. I didn't know. I didn't know there was an affiliation there. Ah! I didn't know there Uh was. I didn't know there was an affiliation. Uh Now I get it. Uh (laughs) Aha! Not that it really matters, but just to be safe. Right. No, you're right. No, you you made the right call. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you had to say, man. Well, go work for your dad, man. Yeah, it's 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 an option. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why he wouldn't just come on, just go. Slam dunk. Yeah, it really. Maybe is. His dad All right, I'm leaving. All maybe right, his, there he goes. Maybe Here's his dad my... doesn't want him to work for him. I'm sure he does. What? I'm sure he loved for him to he work. He knows him. Yeah, but he better knows, than we do. He knows and likes him. And we him. know him well. His dad, his dad's a big fan of his son. He should, he should hire. How do him. you know that? Because Mike and I talk. I know that. We had lunch yesterday. Yeah, my dad. Well, not for yet. the first time since last Wednesday. Yeah, they're, they're you have lunch every Wednesday. Did you guys talk about contract terms and stuff like that? No, iron out the details of no more about this place. So every Wednesday <laughs> he comes in. Stuff he here. comes in from Woodstock. Yes, this is really boring now. But he drives my mom. <laughs> he teaches at William Patterson on Wednesdays. All right, so okay. Let's get out of this. What's William Patterson? Patterson? Are you here? Yeah, let's not just, interesting. Yeah, let's I'll tell pull. you at seven when you don't <laughs> yeah, care. Right. <laughs> Pull the plug on. Like it gets to a point. It's funny. Because I know what we're going to hear in the meeting after the show. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing because he's not here today. So. Oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's throw a party. Yeah, why not? Uh, so Denny Hamlin said some stuff yesterday. Yeah. He said. About the Confederate flag? No, he, oh. it was not about the Confederate oh, flag. Oh, damn. He said, we're way underpaid as race car drivers. There's no doubt doing what we do, the schedule that we have, and the danger that we incur every single week, NASCAR drivers should be making NBA, NFL money. So NFL players want the NBA money, and now the NASCAR drivers want the NBA and NFL money. Yep. Mm, okay. They'll take the latter. So under a national network television deal for NASCAR, tracks receive 65% of the revenue. Mm-hmm. Teams receive... 25% of the revenue, and NASCAR itself receives 10% of the revenue. So NASCAR's in the third year of a 10-year TV deal with NBC and Fox, estimated to be worth around $8 billion. So Hamlin's watching. No one's going to the races. So, well, well, hold on. Let me just, this one more thing here, uh, just so everybody knows the information. Hamlin was the third highest paid driver in 2016, and he earned $15.2 million from salary, bonuses, prize money, mm-hmm. endorsements. The highest paid was Jimmy Johnson with all that stuff. Right. With $21.8 million. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and the majority of the money that these drivers make is from the sponsors. That's why this is a sponsors-driven uh, driven entity. And not to say advertising doesn't drive uh, sponsorship in these other uh, sports leagues, but you have fans that are, that are flocking to see uh, these teams play in, in NFL and also in the NBA. The arenas are packed. Uh, in, in NASCAR, you're seeing not so much. Uh, there's a decrease in, in viewership. There's a decrease in those who are attending the races. And, and But the salary here, more than any of us, is driven by the sponsorship. Now, we can point to some shoe deals 
guys have signed where they're making a hell of a lot more. Yeah, Harden, than, than, Westbrook, right. LeBron. And now they're having their contracts to match that, though. Uh, you see these $200 million contracts at the uh, uh, NBA level. And also Guaranteed. At the MLB level. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so NASCAR, totally different animal. But he's correct about the dangers of, of driving the cars. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's not apples and oranges, per se. And uh, I just don't... I think he's 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 barking up the wrong tree. You better go to those those team owners, but they're not going to uh, decrease uh, their percentages to up to uh, increase yours as a driver. But it is a dangerous sport. It is it? It's very dangerous. But it, it always has been, and yeah. this is how he chose to go about his and, living. And, and, and now and it's you, not like he's being like totally undercompensated right. in the world. And 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 speak to the the heads there at NASCAR because, as I just stated. There's a decline in viewership. There's a decline in, in those who are attending these races. So I, I think NASCAR is in a precarious situation. Didn't help with the Rich, Richard Childress and Richard Petty comments a week or, a week or so ago. Maybe it did help. Maybe those Confederate flag loving folks will now put their dollars down and go to more races since he said what he said. I, Denny Hamlin finished sixth in 2016 and earned 15.2 million dollars. I mean that, that ain't bad. It's tough to, and I don't. And usually, it's hard to live off fifteen million dollars, well, dude. That's, uh, that's the point. Come I mean, on, it's like I understand it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous thing, but that seemed for one year. That seems to be some pretty damn it's good tough. compensation. You know, I, I got to feed these kids, man. Fifteen well, I, million. Come like on. I can understand the NFL argument a little bit more because, like, and I understand you know both sports are dangerous in different ways, but you know there are guys that. Who you know will get hurt immediately, and then we'll never see any of that money. You'll you'll get cut, right. and most of your contract goes away. I mean, I would assume that most of these sponsorship deals are guaranteed. I would think, at least for a time period. Yes, for that's the, true. Yeah. Right, and 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 you're correct. That's why it's, it's a totally different animal. Where I, there are there have been career ending life ending uh, instances in NASCAR. Of course, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, uh, senior, and, and so yes, you see that. But how many times do you see a guy who uh, tears up a knee in NASCAR or, or suffers from concussions, not able to get back in the ride? You know, Junior missed a ton of time uh, a season ago. It's uh, rare because of that. Yeah, yeah, it was rare. So that's why I, I made the earlier comment that it's a totally different animal. All right, coming up next, are we ever going to see Andrew Luck play football again? Will we ever hear that really weird voice after a game? And the Chargers. They're going back to San Diego already. It's Gio and Jones coming right back. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.